Hello and welcome to episode 12 of season 4 of The Three Amigos. I'm Mars, your host for today, as Don is still on uh, annual leave. And I'm joined as always by my amiga Kali and our friend and honorary amigo Hindu Monkey. Welcome guys, how are we doing? Okay, okay. Kali, good. How yeah. Are you? yeah, well, yes. yeah, good, good. So usually we'll start with, uh, with the update of uh, how we're doing. But to be honest, there's only one man that we can talk about, a man who stole the weekend, took all the bonus points and uh, made an honest woman of our Amiga. So congrats to, <laughs> to Paul and Kylie on their awesome news. Uh, Kylie, I assume Paul knows that if Giroud becomes available, he's second fiddle again. Yeah, I mean, it, he, that's just sort of one of those things that <laughs> over the years, isn't it? You know, um, Three nuts of four. Right, yeah. There's, there's always uh, special clauses for different situations. And, uh, you know, that that's one of them. But, uh, but yeah, it was, it was a great weekend. We had a lovely time celebrating in Galway. Um, so, and I've decided to make an honest man out of him. You know, I think that's how I would put it. Right? Fair enough. Fair honest enough. of you, to, to put it that way around. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how does he feel about it? Did you propose to him? Was that... No. No, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but yeah, he proposed. Oh. I said yes, and uh, now it is a, a joining of two houses, as they say in Game of Thrones. And I don't know why I'm even making Game of Thrones references, but there you have it. Well, Kylie, I've uh, I've, I've I've composed a little something for you in in honor of your moment. Um, uh, it's it's a bit raw because Mars basically, you know, just frantically messaged me 30 minutes ago and just said, fuck, we should probably mention the fact that Kylie's got engaged. Do you think you could drum something together? Do you want so, me to show evidence? I'll ask so, him right now to well, Kylie. Well, fact, fact, <laughs> let's not let facts stand in the way of a good narrative. So, um, so uh, this is a, you know, this is a small, a small poem to you. It's called uh, it's called Ode to Moonface. <laughs> Once there was a lass of Irish descent, who men would queue for like lorries in Kent. Maybe it was because of her Australian ties, or simply that Stuart Dallas kept making her cry. But either way, rode a man named Paul to pour her wine and let her watch football. As Dominic Calvert-Lewin scored again, together her enemy, forever her bane. And in a time he wondered whether he could gauge at what exact point would come the board game rage. He learned to whine and dine her into and never mention her inflated head. And then one day in a year of shit, he popped her a question and it was a hit. What a hit, like a Bruno Captain Hall, Paul and Kylie, Kylie and Paul. And so what comes next? Nobody knows. Hopefully yet another red arrow won't ruin the show. Kylie may sometimes lack charm and grace, but Paul has done well. So congrats to our glorious, bodacious Moonface. <laughs> well, Fantastic. Quite, I do not lack charm and grace, by the way, but otherwise it was very excellent. Um, that, yeah, not bad work for, for half an hour. And you got all of the key points in there. I have to say I'm very impressed with the rhyming. Never, be, never believe the half hour crap that he's coming out with. Wow. Yeah, congratulations, congratulations to you both. Awesome news. And if Paul knows anything good for him, he just should say yes from now onwards to the rest of life. So let's move on now and actually touch <laughs> that's on... That's your um, marriage uh, advice. <laughs> that's my marriage advice to him. Can I, just quickly, yes. can I just quickly say before we go on any further that in the time it took, I read that poem, Tammy Abraham scored two goals. Yeah, a brace. I just messaged Don. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually I think I think you got a Pulisic assist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've snuck a Pulisic assist in there, which I'm grateful for. Anyway, yeah. More that right, later. So right. as always, we uh, well, we're not beginning, but we will continue now our show with a brief review of the game week that was before putting it firmly in our rear view mirrors uh, and moving on to to the fun that is Christmas. So um, I believe uh, top amigo last week was myself with uh, 62 points. Um, not, it was it was a good game week. I um, let me check who who did I actually? I can't even remember my team from last week. Who did I have uh, as captain? I had uh, well De Bruyne as captain, but actually it was the back Martinez, Dallas, Lamptey, and Chilwell that did really well and Son. So that was good. And uh, was I believe Kylie, you were second. 
Um, yes, I maybe was. I have no idea, actually. I've, so far back, I had 52 points. I feel yeah. like this current game week is more relevant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I'm over in 10 minutes. Better. Right, so let's talk about that one. Uh, <laughs> 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 this game week, uh, it's, it's actually a really weird one because uh, as PJ pointed out not that long ago, my entire back line, including those who didn't play, uh, netted me a total of one point. So Chilwell, for his eight minutes today, actually, um, you know, set the record for points for my defence this week. I'm on 74 with a minus one coming in from Ailing. Delightful. I hate the man so much. I don't even think I can contain all that rage physically in my body and I might just explode. Um, beyond that, though, I captained Bruno, had Salah, uh, had Sterling and had Martinez. And all of those did a whole load of work to make up for the general crapness of the rest. Nice. Well, if we're talking about this game week, I'm on 84 points, uh, which also gives me the win of your of, of our head-to-head, Carly. I apologise. This, this is your weekend. So I will have a word with my team. And I feel really unlucky with Watkins, to be fair. Like he, it's, he's terrible. It's just unbelievable. No, he he's was not. So, he's, he is really he's unlucky. So unlucky. He's so unlucky. So unlucky. Um, so involved. Like honestly, uh, probably more so than Bamford. Sometimes I feel. But yeah, apart from that, the the, the midfield was was good as always. And uh, Dallas popping in with a lovely goal. Um, Go on, Stuart. Monkey, how was uh, your your talk about both last one and this one? Uh, well, they both. Both, well, the last one was awful, so I'd rather not talk about that one. This this one wasn't. Um, uh, you, you know, this one was okay. Cracks papered over. Uh, finished on seventy. Um, uh, all out now. Pulisic just subbed for his six points. I'd take that in the circumstances. So seventy all out. But you know, you know, Bruno Fernandez as captain got me half of those points. Um, I uh, I sold Salah on hearing the sub news in advance. Um. Thought I'd play aggressive because I got my wild card in my back pocket. So I thought, well, opportunity brought in Son and Pulisic uh, did not did not work well. Um, so had it been for you know, not been for Salah, I probably would have had an extremely kind of kind of decent week. You know, Robertson chipped in with ten. Obviously Fernandez, as we say, Dallas once again off my bench, just metronomic five or six points off my bench, um, uh, which is obviously fantastic. De Bruyne, Pulisic, you know, ticked along. So, yeah, you know, a case of what might have been. But, you know, I'll take it. I've got a wildcard active, which we'll discuss in a bit more detail later. And, you know, just just move on. Nice. And uh, if we're talking about this game week, then the Don is actually the highest scorer, despite selling Tammy. He's on 86. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah Taylor there's coming there's off the some bench big scores this week. There's been, definitely been some big scores. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good game. to have two, two game week um in a row with with good scores I'm talking about myself but whoever as well um Stop that's talking fine. About yourself, <laughs> sorry <laughs> right uh time now for the league uh update monkey over to you yeah our current um kind of top 5 some movers and shakers there we've got um uh, in fifth spot we've got green end that's managed by Danny Powell uh, Hogwarts United slipped down to fourth managed by Caleb then we have Christopher Chauvin's The Sidings, big 92 so far this week. And uh, our top spot uh, knocked off the Hotspurs, Roger Booth, down to second. Uh, not a good week for Spurs. And number one, Cruise Control, with a whopping 103 points, is Matt Smith. Up to 948 points. Oh, my God. Which... You know, I mean, it's double Don score, is it? And, you know, that's not even exaggeration. Fantastic stuff. So, yeah, that's that. Impressive. Brilliant. Yeah, very, very impressive. Right, it's time for uh, the rant. And uh, my rant this game week is something that Monkey touched on already. Uh, leakers. Le- and I'm not talking about uh, Pampers or anything like that. I'm talking about team, um, team leaks. Know? Actually, just say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm a father of kids. Many, many people listening here. And Kylie, soon you will figure out what I'm talking about. Sooner or later, anyway. Uh, but yes, <laughs> it, those those early team leagues. Um, I'm not. I'm not talking about 
you know, 10 minutes before deadline that we used to get because they were actually helpful and accurate and absolutely spot on if you followed the right people. I'm not going to name names because maybe people don't want to be named now anymore. But it's especially for from a, a Liverpool point of view, there's been a lot for the last few years. There's been a lot of team leaks a day before the game. Now, as a supporter, that's no good to to for uh, for the, for me for the opponents to get this information because it might be you know sometimes like Salah's being rested or or, or something like that. Uh, so that's one thing. But also, it's the uncertainty that it gives us sometimes from an FBL point of view because sometimes they're just not accurate. Like I remember last week, nobody had that Reese Williams was playing against Spurs. Um, so sometimes you think, is it a guess? Is it not? Because they saw a w- way before the deadline and stuff like that. So I guess like, I, I know that Monkey Yu and King and among others, when right, Salah's going to be benched, the chances is he might come on, he might not. If Liverpool are doing well and probably thought at 4-0, oh, there's no way he's coming on, comes on and scores a brace. And I, I just think it's, it, it's frustrating, isn't it? I think like, from a Liverpool point of view, I don't want to see it or any other club. And for from an FBL point of view, to be honest, if, uh, I would, if they're not 100%, I'd rather not know. Because it's happened before where we move players and these guys go and bang it. Like I remember Aguero once coming on, Salah before being rested, etc. So, yeah, that, Mars, that, that's all. We have, I just think, we, you know, the whole FBL thing is... I think I think that's in our control. I mean, ultimately, I, I play in a you know a, a, a mini league with my mates back home, and only one of them is even on Twitter. Um, they had no idea that Salah was benched until you know like the the team sheet came, kind of came out. Um, obviously, none of them took them out, and yeah. Um, but but I, I you know we all have the option to just not kind of kind of go on Twitter or not follow, or as soon as they you know mute certain kind of accounts and stuff when these. Leaks kind of come out and stuff, but but we don't. I, I'd be much more concerned about it if because this has been going on for years now as a Liverpool fan. It's always Liverpool. It must be free under Klopp for three years. People have been getting the Liverpool team sheet consistently on and off and I, consistently. I think after. it's so easy to get it to, to get it who it is as well. You give different. You know, you must suspect someone. Before it was meant to be our reserve keeper was now at Leicester, right? Now I'm hearing it could be a, a kid that's playing with the first team. Well, you you give a wrong team sheet to somebody, or you give different team sheets to different people, and see who, who who's leaking it. Like, I um yeah, it's weird, really strange. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. And actually, maybe part of my frustration as well is sometimes, in this case, I believe active managers got punished because they were aware of something. Now we can't really complain because eighty percent of the time we probably get lucky with this information, whereas the non-active. But I, I in my um, league, uh, my, my main main league with my friends. I think there's two of them on Twitter. I'm not really active, and I went through the league, and half of them had Salah's captain. Mm, yeah, if yeah. they'd read this news, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have. No, of course not. Uh, but right, anyway, we move on. Listen, let's get into the topics now. And what we want to do now is discuss, look at the. We touched on it last week. We talked about the chips uh, for the double game week and the blango week that's coming. Obviously. We know what we know right now. Some news come up now that they're calling uh, the Kawera Cup finals being moved from game week 26 to game week 32, uh, which makes game week 26 uh, potentially, uh, well, definitely not a blank game week. And according to Ben Krillin, it will make it a bigger, potentially a big double game week again, because any gaps in midweeks, etc., like that, they will fill them in there, uh, leaving 29 to be the other uh, potential blank or double. Uh, and maybe for the 32, it will be like a two game, two 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 games blank. That's it. That who's ever whoever's in the final, so four teams maximum. The other thing that we do know is there's Copero Cup games tomorrow, and the outcome of if certain teams uh, lose could change for 18 and 19. But we go and we're going to discuss now as if we uh, based on what we know today and the fact that we know how many blanks there are for game week 18. Uh, and uh, and 19 and we're going to touch on uh, three different topics and Monkey and I'm going to start with you because you have all your chips intact you haven't used your wildcard so talk us through it what what would be the best strategy for people who have all their chips available yeah for me it, it, it comes down to um you know kind of a very simple choice um I've, I've got my wildcard um I've got to play it either right now which which I have um the only other option available to me was, was to play it 
after the Boxing Day, basically, kind of games and kind of use it in a short window. I opted to play it now because, you know, we've got most of the information in front of us. Um, uh, be honest, be honest. How much does the amount of alcohol you were going to drink over Christmas impacted you? Yeah, it doesn't, you know, I did want to kind of think about it a little bit. And, and I'm, what, I, what I'm trying to do is look at game week 19 um, and pick my 11 or, or 15 um, and then kind of and then kind of work back from that. So if you've got your wild card, if you've got all your chips intact, the strategy for me is quite clear. You wild card either now or, or on Boxing Day, um, you free hit. In, in 18 uh, and your wild card is built around getting the most out of out of 19 it is it is a very very strong looking double game week forget the fact that people are saying that game week 18 doesn't look very strong and that like, oh, everyone will have kind of spurs or villa anyway this is all the more reason for me to maximize if you can what you can out of game week 19 so uh, bench boost is the obvious tactic the only reason I'm not fully committed to that yet, and others might not be as well, is because I don't have a huge team value. So if you don't have a huge team value, it does become slightly difficult to get a very good and balanced 15, which can then potentially take you on for the kind of weeks beyond that. So obviously it's much easier to fill your bench with a bit of dirt and get a much more balanced 11. So but I could do that and play and play triple captain. But Game week 19, for me, you have to be playing bench boost or triple captain if you've got all your chips intact, chips intact. It's the most powerful strategy afforded to you. And, and, and that's what I'll be, I'll, I'll be building up for. So in, in terms of, you know, you know, we've all seen the fixtures. We know what teams to target. Um, I think what's interesting about this game week, which I'm sure you two will touch upon, we don't have chips is that so far this season we've not seen the aggressive moves um succeed and, and be rewarded the, the Salah one this week being a prime example of that uh we've generally seen the kind of template of kind of Grealish son you know kind of Kane Calvert-Lewin the kind of like Villa defenders the City defenders the Chelsea defenders kind of rewarded uh, and it's interesting that most of those kind of template picks tend to have a single game week uh, and a lot of the non-template picks have, have a double game week, probably Liverpool aside. So it's going to be interesting to see those differentials in that kind of game week 19, the likes of Mane, the likes of Rashford, the likes of Werner and Pulisic, Leeds midfielders like Rafina, you know, players who have awesome fixtures in that double game week. Are they going to outscore? the likes of Zaha, the likes of Grealish, the likes of Son and Kane, who a lot of the casuals will just be keeping because they'll look at their team and think, well, I can field a team in game week 18, nothing to worry about there. I might field eight, nine, ten players there. And then they'll probably only field three or four doubles in game week 19, no fucks given. So that's going to be very interesting. And I hope, as someone who's got all my chips, that game week 19 is very explosive and we see that reward for holding that wild card, for playing the bench boost or triple captain with a lot of big double game weeks if we don't then i think we have to just throw our towels in the hat and say this really is a year of a casual and let's move on over to you so what would you did so you're gonna double game you're gonna go for bench boost wildcard early what's the plan for 18 free hit you're gonna just yeah yeah yeah. well i'm wildcarding now free hit 18 definitely i'm not getting the only players i will get who don't have a double game week in my wildcard will be son and kane i'll probably only get one now it's difficult. I'd like both, but Spurs away at Wolves and KDB at home to Newcastle. I'm just kind of I'm loath to get rid of KDB prior to that fixture. So I'll probably keep KDB and one of Son or Kane and then bring the other one in um, for that kind of Fulham Leeds kind of double header. But I'll be transferring both Son and Kane out for game week 19. And I will be having... I probably will bench boost because I think it's the highest upside and I will be having 15 double game week players. Um, Interesting. Definitely. Uh, All in. Uh, I've got to get, I'm a 1.4 million rank. I've I've got to go all in at this point. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, look, we've seen, we've seen a lot of times when single game week players uh, outdo the double, the doublers like you mentioned. And I think Kylie and myself will be hoping for that because we don't have the wild card. And Kylie, you're going to talk us through now what you, what people should think about or what you are specifically around your team as well uh, for others who are in the same position. If you have used your early wild card and you, st- you obviously you've got the second wild card, but you still have your free hit as well. Yeah. 
Okay, so this one's this one's interesting. Um, and given the fact that a few notable injuries uh, have cropped up this week, namely only earlier this evening, Chilwell. Um, also, James, for those who own him, we kind of need a bit more information about what's going on with him. And these are key figures um, for for people who are looking to maximise the double game week in uh, in 19, particularly when they don't have a wild card, because you the decision that you make here is is going to be largely driven by the current makeup of your team. So there's two sort of options here in, in that situation, and that's really to do with how you use your free hit um, and, and when you use it. So the first one being, I guess, um, if you've got key players um, from the likes of City, Son, you know, Son, Kane, Grealish, Martinez, Calvert-Lewin, Wilson, maybe a Wolves player, then you might actually be pretty well set up for, for game week 18. And maybe you feel that it makes more sense for you to play free hit in 19 to be able to maximise the, the benefit. Um, so you can just roll with your existing team. Um, and that's really, I think, if you feel that you can't get to, based on your current team, you don't have enough players who have a double in 19 to use transfers between now and then to really maximise on that. I mean, it's not an ideal situation, but this is the reality that those of us without a wild card are facing. You know, you, you kind of need to be able to roll into one of 18 or 19. The pro for this, for people looking at a free hit in um, game week 19 for the double, is that you have maximum amount of information available for your double. The, the obvious pitfall, of course, is that you are then, well, there's two, I think. One is that you're obviously not able to use your bench boost or your triple captain in that double game week. And the other is that, you know, you'll, you'll get a lot of people who advocate for using free hit in a double, right? For those reasons I just mentioned. I personally don't love doing that because I prefer to use other chips in a double, but also you do have that temptation to just remove all your single game week players, replace them with people who have a double. And, um, it, you know, it's, it's like an apples or oranges sort of situation. You don't have a triple captain. You don't have a bench boost. You're just hoping that those 11 outperform your, outperform your other 11. The Whereas, problem with that strategy as well, sorry if I could just dive in, is because yeah. there's any because there's only five fixtures, you're basically committing to playing an 11 um, from only kind of, you know, kind of yeah. those half a team. So you're avoiding, you know, are you really going to, you know, bench, you know, you know, you could suppose you could bench for likes of kind of Salah, you know, Bruno and sort of stuff. But it's a huge ask, you know, or what, what team are you coming into game week 20 with that strategy? Exactly. And you are, th- this is exactly right, because your focus then between now and then is that you're going to be supplementing those ones you already have with other ones available in this small game week. And that doesn't include the likes of Bruno and Sella, who've both absolutely hauled this week. Um, so, you know, there's there's a lot of pitfalls there. And I know that there are some in the community who are looking at that. Um, and again, I think that's going to be driven by the state of your team currently. The alternative and I think more popular option, and it's the one that uh, I'm going with, and it's the same sort of thinking as what PJ has outlined, although, of course, I don't have a wild card for it, but it's to focus on building a strong team for 19 using transfers at the moment and free hit in game week 18. I think that there are enough good players to get a decent free hit team in 18. Yes, that's not amazing, but there's absolutely upside to be had on using that free hit because, you know, you can max out on a couple of good teams, get a few other supplementary ones in, and you're playing it to field 11 people when you otherwise wouldn't, right? So there's the first benefit there. The second benefit is obviously that you can use one of your chips, being the triple captain or the bench boost, 
to absolutely make the most out of um, 19. And there's a lot of those players that you will want in your team in the lead up and beyond. So, I mean, the obvious omission there, right, is um, is Spurs. Uh, you may decide to keep Kane or Son. Uh, I personally am, am tempted to and probably will, given I have limited transfers, keep Son, who I currently have. Um, I think it's a bit different if you have a wild card. You kind of have that luxury of, 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 of making changes, but I have to be very selective about who I move. Now, where it is difficult is I agree that I prefer the bench boost, and it has been my intention to bench boost in Game Week 19 because I do think that the combinations of teams who have doubles uh, that have viable cheap options also have decent fixtures. So the, the ones that stand out there are Southampton, West Ham, Leeds, but not Ailing, and, of course, the only worthwhile player from West Brom, which is Johnston. Um, so they all have decent fixtures, they have decent options, and they're well capable of getting you points. So that's the kind of culmination of all the things we want to come together for a double game week bench boost scenario, right? The issue is that we've limited transfers. We've one week in 18 where we don't get our transfers because it's voided by using the free hit. And you're going to have to pick and choose where you use it. You know, I don't want to use my bench boost if I can't get a decent bench. And my 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 options for that uh, that week have suddenly just been hampered by uh, by Chilwell, by various other issues. So if I can't confidently get to the team that I want by 19, I may decide to play the triple captain just simply because I don't want to waste my bench boost if I can't have it be what I, I really want it to be for that week. So it, as I said, it, it very much depends on um, on the state of your team. You know, if you have approaching 10 players, say, that you're happy with, right, um, and you've just got a couple more transfers to make, um, you know, then you, then you should be golden. But um, I personally am not factoring in the later doubles and, and the various different permutations there. At the moment, I think I'm just going to stick with my current strategy. What do you guys think? Yeah, no, look, uh, I'm in a similar situation. And I think last week I said one of the things that I was thinking about is use my early wild, my second wildcard as early as possible. Uh, definitely free hit and then maybe bench boost. But to be honest, I think with the other game week, especially with the announcement today, etc., I think I'm going to use my wildcard later. Maybe not as late as 30s, but definitely maybe for the 26 or the 29. And hope that, you know, I can still bench boost then. I think it's a really good opportunity for uh, this week, uh, this game week early on uh, in 19, whilst teams are still uh, a lot to play for, it, to triple captain. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes sometimes later on you get a, a bit more rotation, you get a bit more, uh, uh, less teams have things to play for. Whereas now it's still really so tight. Uh, and there's a good break for some teams between 18 and 19 and between and and for 19, uh, between the games in 19. So, um, yeah, that, I, I, I agree with, with, with your uh, thoughts, but there is still the option. If people want to, they can still actually um, use uh, the early wildcard if, if they really want it. And that's something, uh, Phil, is there anything that you want to... I thought you were doing that. Are you, are you not doing that anymore? No, I've changed my plans. Uh, okay. It was just, to be honest, last game week was just, originally I was thinking, yeah, I'm going to do this, going to do this, going to do that. But when I look at my team, uh, personally, at the moment, I actually, I have, uh, it, you know what, if Villa was not playing Spurs, I could have considered not doing anything, uh, going with my team as it is for game, for 28, because I have, I have uh, three Villa, Son, uh, KDB, and I could add a few to them, and I uh, have a good team for for 28, but uh, the fact that Villa are playing Spurs, I don't feel comfortable having five players. It's not, in that, it's not in that other game. than Spurs have one exception for me because uh, other than Spurs, none of the teams who who don't blank and have uh, sorry who who um you have a single game week and then not a double game have particularly good fixtures. So well, City do, City do, but they're not in form. City yeah, have Brighton. Not, I don't think they do. Yeah, they really. have Brighton and Palace. No, they don't. 
they have Brighton no. and Palace. In April, oh, they have Brighton, and in 19, they have Crystal Palace. And building up, they have West Brom, uh, Southampton, Newcastle, Everton, Chelsea, so that's 16-17. Then in 18, they have uh, Brighton. And look, City are City. If they, if they start clicking, Everton and Chelsea won't worry me away from home. Absolutely wouldn't. Right now... They don't. City, I, don't, I don't think it's a clicking thing, though, on City. If you look at the way they've played for the last two games... They were, you know, they were defending a one-nil league. That's that's not clicking. That's that's the mentality. Well, I think that's. I think. Yeah. Mm, I think it's. I think that what I mean, clicking is click up front because I think the mentality is because they they seem to just not be able to score and they're missing big chances. Aguero gets fit, starts banging them in. I think we'll see City come back. And now if they don't, listen. If they don't, like I said, but Brighton and Crystal Palace in eighteen or nineteen. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, Both yeah. at home That's as well. I'd love Aguero, to be fair. He's a real, oh, he's a real wild card punt because he can absolutely. sit there and he can then turn into Kane yeah. very quickly um, the week yeah. afterwards. But it's just, yeah, well, you'll have to wait and see yeah. if like, that's going to give us so, a So, yeah, like now, as we're talking about it, now thinking, uh, like some people have already used their free hit and that's what I wanted to touch on. I think for me, for, for people with free hit or without, and also in all three scenarios, one thing that we tend to do is ignore the build-up to the double game week. We ignore the game weeks before. And I think it's a huge mistake. I've done it before. Kylie mentioned on it. Kylie mentioned it by saying, I'm limited to my transfers, but I'm sure she'll be watching. For example, my move, one of my uh, next things that I'm thinking about is, I want Kane. I want Kane for 16 and 17 when they are playing uh, uh, Leicester, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, they've got Leicester, Wolves and Fulham and then Leeds. I want Kane as soon as possible, to be honest. They've played Leicester. They've got Wolves, Fulham and Leeds. And I still uh, plan on bringing him because I'm not going to ignore two game weeks just for one. And by the way, in 19, he also has um, Sheffield United away. And we've seen how Sheffield United are doing right now. So what I'm trying to say is there are teams that have good games building up to their doubles. Do not ignore them. I'm not going to go through them all. But if you don't, especially, especially if you don't have you free hit, and for those of us who also don't have a wild card, for example, I have five players right now that uh, are in the double, and my plan is to um, to move uh, t- towards the, the 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 imagine that I don't have a uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to ignore 18 quickly. I'm going to go on to the double. I have five players, and I'm going to make them eight, probably triple captain, and I'm going to. Uh, ride with that and just see what happens. I'm, I'm I'm happy with the with the core of my team. If I didn't have a free hit, there's two things that I that I would be doing. I would be looking at those single game week players that don't blank and have a good game. We just mentioned Spurs, City. These are players that are gonna play for you in game week 18 and also be good options in game week 19. Don't be too focused on a double game week player that might do well. Focus on those players that will actually do well, will deliver, or have really good fixtures and in a good team and in good form. I mentioned just a couple of them. Now, the other option, obviously, if you've already used your free hit and you've used, and you uh, and you want to attack, you can always dead t- dead your uh, dead end your team for for 18 and wildcard in 19, and then move on from there because you, you you've used your free hit so early. Um, that's that's one of the choices that you have. In 19, it might be a bit early, but you can pick the teams, the, you know, the, the, the 15 that you... Oh, well, you can't pick 15, but you can pick um, a strong squad of at least 11 doublers and then move on and start building up to the next double and, and the, the one after that. Uh, you have to deal with the fact that you don't have free hit. It's more difficult, but I would say focus on those players with the good fixtures building up to 18. You take some hits. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And focus on those single game week players from teams like City and Spurs that will also play in 19 and still have a good fixture. Guys, anything else to add? Uh, no, I, I agree with that. And just to expand on your point there about uh, using transfers in the build-up, I, I think that's where it, it comes down to in terms of choosing, if you're going with the strategies we talked about and free hitting in 18 um, and, and choosing what chip to maybe use in 19, I think that's going to be the deciding factor. Like if people are having to use all of their transfers um, to focus on bench players, right, fixing all of that, and maybe they don't have a really 
key, like if they don't have Spurs for this run up to there, then maybe that's a mistake. Um, if they can focus on having good a good team in the build-up, have a good team in 19 to field, you know, 11 or mostly 11, um, and have a great triple captain option that may be more viable. It totally depends on how many you currently have in your team. And based mm-hmm. on how injuries are going, these free transfers being used uh, in advance, you know, that can that's like a house of cards. It can all come down because, you know, lots of us had a, a Chelsea player for the double until today or yesterday. So we don't know what that what's happening there. Yeah. That number is is always capable of falling and <clears throat> has COVID by the time yeah, it gets. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, 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 uh, so I have two free transfers and my aim is to roll um, every game as much as I can, one transfer over so I can see what's happening and get more information. So we'll, I'll see and wait and see about Chilwell. That's so maybe, maybe wait and see about what's happening with the Caboera Cup because I've got Chilwell and Lamptey. My plan was to move Lamptey on. keep. Carabao Cup. Keep uh, my, my plan was to move Lamptey, bring in. Um, I actually prefer. The, here's the thing: Burnley's fixtures building up to game week 19 are better than West Ham's fixtures building up to 19. However, West Ham has better double than Burnley. But my plan is actually to bring in Taylor, and later on, if I can move him, swap him to a to a West Ham defender, I will do that. Not not my biggest worry. But right now, they have two fantastic fixtures. So I think. Um, Quickly, Burnley are playing uh, Sheffield United and Fulham at home. Um, so, I mean, I could say, at le- hopefully, you'd hope one, one, at least one clean sheet guaranteed. And this, you know, just I'm talking about um, the build-up and, and, and using the transfers, you know, which transfers you want to look at. Um, I mentioned already Spurs and things like that, but I'm going to try and roll to get more information because I think sooner or later we'll get more information like what we just heard. Also, there's potential of postponements because of... Uh, this new strain that they found, et cetera, et cetera. So we don't know. So I'm, I'm using transfers as slowly and as late as possible right now, to be honest. In a totally unrelated note, I cannot believe that there's been no mention about a certain Barnes train taking off today. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, try, I'm trying to keep it under the radar. Obviously, he's got a double himself. So the prospect of having Adams and Barnes. The propaganda. <laughs> double <laughs> yes. double train. I'm, I'm genuinely, if I, I'm genuinely, I'm really torn as a kind of final point of this about whether morally I feel compelled to captain Shea Adams in my double game week. Um, obviously, obviously, Salah is the standout um, option. Um, but, you know, that Man United game could go either way. You know, we're, we're playing well, particularly away from home, um, although we're not we're not keeping an awful lot of clean sheets, granted. So, you know, but away from Salah, but everyone else is really a kind of a bit of a punt that week anyway. And, and in my position, I'm thinking, well, you know, I'll definitely have Salah. Um, I'll have probably all the other bigger hitters. You know, is Adams has decent fixtures. He's, he's got Le- Leicester have been poor at home. Leeds obviously concede for fun, um, and Southampton are kind of a very attacking. And again, a much better side away from home than they are at home. So it's it's two fixtures that are pretty good for Adams, and it's it's a tempter. It's, well, it's more tempter. I mean, look, I will be going into that with Adams, and he has been a little bundle of joy since bringing him in for the dreaded Watkins, right? I don't care how unlucky Watkins is. I have my own bad luck. I don't need his as well. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm all aboard on Shea Adams. But, Captain, I mean, are you buying what you're selling here? This is too much compared to the likes of Salah. Like, let's not leave. Triple Captain or we're right. Down the (laughs) garden strangle them in the bushes. I I can captain him a double game week. I mean, I could still potentially triple captain him further down the season so <laughs> and Burnley have a double I could it's go back escalating. Okay. you've got to remember my triple captain has returned one point the last three that's why I'm begging run. you to do that I know. well so, I don't want him to do that because I have Shay. I'm strongly considering it you know I'm strongly strongly considering it it's 50 we move on we move on into our listener questions so we had we had a few so we're gonna uh, fly through them. Uh, Wifey Kayaka at Wifi Kayaka. How many games will Stones get? 
I mean, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Five. Um, look, There's a horrible you, you could... game called trying to predict Pep, Pep Roulette, exactly. and none of us uh, win at it. Over avoid what it as well. Avoid it. Forever. Avoid it. Avoid yeah. it. Honestly, Diaz is probably the yeah, only it, it viable option. It just feels option. like one of those where it's like, you've got Diaz. Yeah, he's the fourth choice of the current back four. You know, Walker, Cancelo, Diaz. Very much number four are the current back four. But Ake's not played a lot of football. He's not done anything wrong either, Ake. Laporte has clearly got some sort of personal issue yeah. with, with Pep Guardiola. But... um. You know, there's no way that John Stones is going to suddenly play seven or eight matches in a row. Double game week hero Laporte. I would love him to be back. Yeah, uh, but he doesn't. Have, he doesn't have week, a double yeah. game week. He doesn't have double game week. But you know what I mean. Um, other than defense, talking about City, he are, uh, they ask, are any of the City assets okay value? Uh, look, De Bruyne is De Bruyne. I mean, I know he's a bit expensive, but do you think uh, any? Other, do you think Sterling is worth his value? Do you think you you brought in Torres, Carly? Um, do you think any City players are worth their value? I, I mean, I have Sterling, right? Yeah. Uh, and I can tell you that he epitomizes the highs and lows of this season. The first what five weeks that I had him, I think he peaked at two points one week. Um, Otherwise, it was it was just a disaster affair. But over the last few weeks, he's been excellent for me. So um, I've had pretty consistent returns uh, over over the last few weeks, and he's outscored um, on a couple of occasions. Anyway, outscored De Bruyne. So you know, and he's what 0. 0.4, 0. 0.5 cheaper than De Bruyne now. Um, so that has been good, but. Uh, I don't think any of us look to City for value, per se. Value is the wrong word there. Um, we look at them for their explosive potential, for their captain potential. And uh, it kind of goes to what we were saying about justifying their inclusion for a, a double game week, even with a decent fixture, given the other options there and, and the fact that they seem to be playing for one nils at the moment. That could change, and City have the ability to, to turn just that explode. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's why we have them, just not value. So I think you just have to choose to have them um, regardless of the price and roll with it or choose that you think you can get better and you may be able to get better um, value and, and good returns elsewhere and just wear it if they explode and do a 5 nil Burnley moment against someone else, which they can do. There's risks yeah. either way. Okay, and uh, last question. Is Bobby Firmino, rightly so, has become uh, the new hot property? Um, Monkey, what do you think? Well, he certainly hit form again. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, the problem for Firmino is his price tag for me. He's just, he's kind of in that region where I'd much rather have Vardy or, or I'd much rather have Son if I was going to go, you know, a kind of an extra kind of midfielder. Um, I just and, he, and he's not and he's not Salah. I think I think he's certainly an option for a kind of game week nineteen kind of double double punt because absolutely. Do you know? Yeah, how, get, guess his, guess his percentage. Guess his percentage. Five percent. Three point six. Yeah, very low. Ridiculous. Uh, as a punt, absolutely. I completely agree. I think as a third, yeah, you know, if you want something different, and especially if you, you know, high up in the, and you're not happy and you want to be to be different, obviously you know the risks that you're taking. But he's definitely on form at the moment. It's good to see him it's playing well again. I mean, I love him. Yeah, yeah. And he's, you know, he's, yeah, it's good to see him. It's good to see him play well again. Continuing right. with the sorry. No, no, that was it. Yeah, continuing with the Liverpool theme, uh, Vidi at Vidi Swaran twenty three. Is it time for TA and Robo to be back in our teams? think for me, Robo is one that I'm definitely eyeing to uh, to bring in. Definitely now with the Chua injury, it's even easier, uh, depending on how long yeah, he's out. But with or without, popular. he's coming in. He was going to be alongside him anyway. What do you guys think? Yeah, well, I've had Robo all season. He's been one of the few successes for me. Uh, I've never considered getting him out. Um, and yeah, he'll be staying there on my wild card. I, I did I did briefly play around with putting Trent in there as well. The trouble is, is that he's so expensive. It means that you do have to sacrifice basically that fourth premium, um, you know, because I've currently got Salah, Fernandez, Son, KDB, 
uh, and Robertson. There's just no way for Trent to fit in that as well. I just physically can't do it. I'd have to take out yeah. one of one of Son or KDB basically in order to get Trent, and that's not something I'm prepared to do at this stage when I've already got Robbo. But it's if you've got the funds to do it and you, and you want to maybe go out with one, particularly if you don't own KDB, I wouldn't be busting a gun to bring him in given mm. the form that City are in. So um, you know, if you're not in that position, uh, yeah, I think I think I think Trent and Robertson are a are a great option. But but combined with Salah, these people who try and be clever and say, oh, I'm going to get Robbo and Trent and leave Salah and be in given that Joel has uh is is injured I you know we'll see what the situation is there but I was already dabbling with how to get um I have defensive injuries all over the place right so that's where I need my attention at the moment um and I was looking at getting Robbo in um it now get Robbo, not the form of your defense get this is why this is why I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see when, when Carly does that. Then I'll just switch yeah, to Trent instead when, yeah. when Robo gets injured. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, just, I I want someone else to be miserable on the pod with me. So you know, um... <laughs> he's right. like the one thing going for me. Don't ruin it. <laughs> he's been consistent. Oh, I'm, I'm a ruiner. I'm a ruiner. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> Beery uh, at uh, FBL uh, underscore Beery. Best option to replace Wilson other than Bamford or Adams if there is no money in the bank. Uh, well, if you don't have a free hit and if you don't have a wild card, Watkins, I know it's ridiculous, but the guy is going to have a... He, he Probably when we all move him on because he's one of the... He's my option to bring in Kane. He will go and score against Chelsea or something, the, the tough games that they have. Uh, any anybody else that around that six million uh, with Antonio no. injured? Anybody? I can't think of anybody else to be honest right now. Alan, I think I think no. I don't really, I don't really understand the question. It's like in, in, you know, not Bamford or Adams, but, but I mean, the fact that you have to say that. Well, he maybe but, he maybe they have Bamford, Adams, and Wilson up front. This potential that there's well, some teams that yeah. will have those three. Why is he getting rid of Wilson in that scenario then? Yeah. Yeah, well, good good I, I question. Need, I think you need like realistically your your expectations about what's going to be achievable in that price range when you're eliminating Bamford and Adams. Um, you kind of have to be aware of that. If you don't have money to upgrade, there's a real limit on on what you can expect. Yeah, out uh, of yeah. I mean, rather, it's very difficult. I'd rather, I'd rather go all the way down. And, and, yeah. and upgrade midfield. I mean, I think it tells you everything. But literally, the first name I thought of was Danny Welbeck. So you know, <laughs> yeah. hey, Welbeck is not a bad option. But what about Giroud? If, if he would play, you know, if we knew he would play Giroud. Kylie, you're a married woman now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm engaged. You know, and anyway, anyway. Uh, Hey, there's still a no chance difference. for Giroud, is what you're saying. Yeah. He, there's a window of opportunity. Is what I'm <laughs> Right, our friend uh, Crate Digger at FBL Crate Digger. Should I take a minus eight to exchange Kevin for Liverpool double D? What? No, I, I wouldn't. Double defense. I wouldn't take a minus eight to take out Kev because, especially when he's playing Newcastle next, I wouldn't. Yeah, and one goal could from West Brom, as unlikely as that feels, would just break your heart. I don't think. I, I like. I don't like hits involving defenders in the first place. I think you can justify a hit more so than usual when you're talking about one of the Liverpool guys. Um, but an eight-point hit involving the removal of De Bruyne for for the two of them is... Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I think, uh, anyone, one of them. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree. Uh, our friend, uh, hashtag calm down Dave, uh, FBO underscore Dave, at clubs underscore mug. I have Mane and Salah. Who should I captain against West Bromwich Albion? I am in the beep at one million. I mean, seriously, one million is not that bad. <laughs> That's quite. Yeah, 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 pretty good. Uh, well, first of all, um, first of all, Dave, um, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> and secondly, um, secondly, Captain Mane, because you know you're going to do that anyway. You know? So you know why, why even I mean... ask the question? There's a, there are a few few people on Twitter. Who are kind of feel compelled to do something that, like you know, the herd don't. You know, Salah will be far and away the biggest captain this game week. Dave yeah. will be captain Mane. You know, also he, he Dave just like not captain Rashford. Listening to the answer to this question. No, <laughs> no he, he already knows the answer. just sent me a message saying he's captaining Mane <laughs> just at the last minute. I mean, come on, Dave. 
Just move All on. Right. We move on. Our friend, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually not sure if he's sober uh, still or just carried on drinking. Uh, FBL King at the Fantasy King 2. Sure. <laughs> at the Fantasy King 2, he's asking, how do we deal with ITK news going forward? We touched on this. So people in the know, how do we deal with it? Now, I've seen some brilliant gifts like put it in the fire, take it with a pinch of salt. But I think it's a, it's a genuine question, and I think it's, it's a really difficult one. I think you have to go with your gut. Now, I remember uh, when uh, there was this rumours about Aguero from a City reporter. It was just before, but nobody was 100% sure. I had him as captain, and he scored a hat-trick. Now, I hammered the reporter for, uh, right. for, my, yeah, for, 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 for sharing something that he wasn't sure of. Maybe I felt... Maybe only, God, I feel sorry for him had I not captain Aguero brought him in. But what, what would you guys do now, moving forward? I mean, right, well, it's I, hindsight. It's hindsight. I wouldn't have moved Salah, no matter what, because of the fixtures coming up, unless I knew he was injured. But this is hindsight. So what would we do? Well, OK, look, in, it, I think it depends who it is, right? Let's be honest, because um, in the instance of Salah, I, I changed my captain. I was going to captain him. I changed it to Bruno. Now, in the end, that all worked out fine. But, um, yep. And it was the right thing to do. It was the right thing to do. Yeah, I wasn't open to getting rid of Salah because I've just gone through the whole thing of getting Salah in um, yeah. the week prior. And I Salah, mean, Kylie, who would take, who would take, who would take the best player in FBL out of their team? I don't know. A cat, probably. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, no, but in all seriousness, it, it, it's easy to say that when it, it's worked out in the end. I mean, we were watching this match uh, at halftime thinking there's no way Salah's going to come on, right? Why would you come on at 4-0? Um, so it was looking like it was a good move. It's really easy to get caught out with all of this news. We've all got stories of where, you know, we maybe didn't do anything and it worked out okay or stories where, you know, we did do something. Uh, I, I think you just have to go with your gut instinct and think about whether you want someone in the long term. Um, you know, if yeah. you... It's different because in PJ's example, like he's playing his wild card. So it made sense. There, there was an opportunity to go for a, a quick punt because he knew he was going to bring him back in. Um, so it was kind of a difficult situation there because it all worked against you. But um, I think you have to, <laughs> Captain, if it's someone you want for the long term, just maybe try and ignore it um, and yeah. hope that they play. You know, if it's not going to be a sign of things to come or they're, you know, out of favour or something. Yeah. I mean, Salah was out yeah. for, for roughly two hours. Uh, you know, I mean, he was brought back in before the end of of the Liverpool match. Um, <laughs> which, what, was the net lo- what was the net loss? Um, uh, the net loss was 19-23 minus eight. So 15, 15 point swing overall. You know, it is what it is. You know, at least yeah. I captain Bruno, and you know, you know, I'd, yeah, you know, if you're cool. seventy points, it's just a standard. I mean, seven, I've I've got just just checking my live rank. I've got a a two hundred and thirty green arrow. I've basically moved from one one point four five million to one point four four million with a score of seventy four. It's just like how high are the scores? You know, the average scores this season, it's just absolutely, absolutely insane. It feels like if you don't get almost 100 now, <laughs> you just yeah. move. Yeah, 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 yeah. And conversely, if you have a horror show week, like, you know, kind of, I don't, I don't want to name names, but, you know, Rich Davis, a flat jack who's got, you know, 17 Chelsea defenders and no Bruno Fernandes, then, <laughs> you know, you know, you just you just plummet like a stone and, you know. Yeah. Can't All right, that. let's wrap up the listener questions with the last one from who's the Balotoli at FBL underscore Latex underscore. What is the best Christmas dish you can make at home, Kylie? Uh, cauliflower and cheese. I'm, a, I'm actually an excellent cook, by the way. Um, so I, I, is he asking which one us personally can make? Yeah. Yeah. Cauliflower and cheese. You have cauliflower and cheese on Christmas Day. I'm a vegetarian, um, and it's like a family recipe. You know, I'm also excellent. At, we, we this was very just very briefly, right? Last Christmas, uh, my last friend, Christmas, I gave, I you, gave my you my heart. heart. 
Oh my god. The very next day you take it away. Oh my god. Very similar to the way that you've portrayed Paul Fajuru tonight, actually, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, it was two vegetarians cooking Christmas dinner. um, And I think that apparently the turkey was good, but everything else, all the vegetables were excellent. Monkey, what about you? What would what would you what was a nice dish that you would cook over Christmas? Um, well, I make homemade pigs and blankets, which 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 are pretty good. Um, you know, just from a local butcher's sausages, you know, proper fat ones rather not these kind of small bastard ones, but like you know, kind of proper Cumberland sausages with nice with nice streaky bacon. But other than that, I'd say um, uh, you know, I love a bit of red cabbage. Kind of, kind of over Christmas. Um, uh, mm. Actually, actually, uh, but you know, I think Christmas Day everyone kind of does the same thing. But uh, I love, I've got a wonderful Christmas Eve recipe that I make with, um, you know, kind of wild salmon and roasted beetroot. And uh, I've just realised that I sound like a complete twat. So anyway, over to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, lo- I love beetroot, to be honest, and and red cabbage, especially red cabbage coleslaw. Uh, but I would, uh, for me, it's like um, I love a like uh, lamb, uh, lamb shank or something like that with uh probably mashed potato and definitely definitely any, listen anything with bread sauce it's it's, it's the first oh, thing no, that, you're not a bread saucer oh i love bread sauce no. absolutely what, love bread what sauce. is bread sauce what does it add it's bread crumb crumbs with milk if you like uh, that's how you Why make it really that on meat that oh meat horrible. everywhere it's it's lovely it's don't not- knock it unless you try it I've, I've had, had it with turkey. I've had it with chicken. I've had it with be- with every. I lo- I absolutely love it. I mean, I make a bowl just for me and then for the rest as well. But there's one where no one can touch, and I absolutely love it. Right. Uh, moving on uh, to our captains and uh, plans. Monkey, I'll come to you first. I'm uh, guessing you captain last. Salah. Come to, last. come to you last. Okay, fine. Yeah, Tyler, just I'll come to you out. next. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, Salah captain, uh, yeah. in all likelihood. I don't see that changing. And uh, while I am going to just try and get a sense of what the situation with Chilwell is because of long-term impact there, um, if, as expected, he's going to be out, then I will probably end up changing him for Robbo because I do have money in the bank. Cool. That's that. Uh, I have two free transfers. Uh, the plan was Lamptey out. I might still do Lamptey and Chilwell. Uh, there was always a plan to take a minus four at some stage across b- before 18, um, build up to 19. So I'm happy to take it. Next game we was going to roll and then maybe do a mini wild card with three three moves. So we'll see uh, what happens. I, th- I think I might hold off. None of these players seem to be moving at the moment price-wise, but we need to see what, what's the deal with Chilwell. We'll happily keep him if he's not out for too long, uh, etc. And then see what happens with the cup games tomorrow. Or over the rest of the week, and yes, um, captain has not moved off more. Monkey, are you ready, or shall I wrap up and then come back to you? <laughs> no, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine. Um, uh, wrap up and come back to me anyway. Um, <laughs> how would that even work? But I'm, uh, no, no, I, I'm on my. I'm on my wild card. Um, I, I suppose I'm just thinking. I think the truly tragic thing about my wild card, which I'm not overly bitter about, because um, you know I've got, I've, I've got to play it now anyway. Um, but the fact that I'm looking at my my active wild card and the 15 players I've currently got, and I'm only changing three players <laughs> from my current team, which bearing in mind I'm marooned at 1.5 million, says it all. But you know I don't want to lose. You know. Walker Peters, Robertson, Dallas, Salah, De Bruyne, Fernandez, Son, Bamford, Adams. And dare I say, much as people mock me for Vasilaf, <laughs> I need a 4.3 million enabler in my team. And he's the cheapest bloody player in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Something is so not adding up if you still have him. He's currently, well, he's, he's currently, he's currently still there. So, you know, the thing is because because I'm building back from week from week nineteen. Um, you know, it, it's about a team that. So I want you know KDB and Vasilas will only be there for for kind of a week or two, and will become Kane and uh, um, probably Rafina, like a kind of um, kind of uh, probably a Leeds punt in in midfield. So I don't know. I'm in a bit of a tears. So I keep looking and think hmm, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe this bench boost t- tactic is a nonsense, and I should probably triple captain. But 
Either way, my wildcard team will be pretty similar to my current car crash team. So just kind of <laughs> largely avoid that. I will obviously be captaining Salah because I'm not a maniac like Calm Down Dave. Um, um, you know, we, you know, we go from there. So. The million dollar question, Monkey, in case we don't get to it, is on your free hit team, are you going to have Dominic Calvert-Lewin? That, Everton, that would Dom be Black? categorical no. <laughs> under any no, circumstances. At this stage, at this stage, for either of us to bring him in would be just grounds for expulsion. It might be the first not. time I ever. It might be the first time I ever own him. You know, I'm never edifying. I'll get. I might get Ricarlison. You know, but yeah, I'm thinking about him. I have. I have principles. Like if I don't have my principles, I have nothing. I will not <laughs> descend to that level. Right. I don't that know. We will wrap up the show. That's all we have got time for tonight's show. We have been Mars, who you can find at Mars05, Kylie, who you can find at Kylie FBO, Hindu Monkey, who you can find at Hindu Monkey, and the Absent Don, who you can find at the Marple Curse. And of course, make sure you're following our group account at Three Amigos FBO. Spe- special request for this week, which we ask every week, so it's not really that special. If you enjoy the podcast, please give it a five star review. On, the, on iTunes. It's the best way you can help support the show. Thanks as always for listening and your continued support. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Enjoy the break. Cherish the loved ones who you might get to see and adios amigos. One for each other and all for one. The three brave amigos are we.